0: you're listening to novel bound a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company each week we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life
1: welcome back to novel bound i'm anna
0: and i'm Celine.
1: and today we're talking about The fact that science fiction is cool. (laughs) Yes.
0: We haven't yet found a cool title for witches because I haven't taken out it'll come. So
1: (laughs) And Sleen's in charge of like the witty fun titles. (laughs) So I guess that I can't I can't rise up to the occasion. My
0: (laughs) my favorite thing this week is I literally had to edit an episode and I called Anna and I was like, Can you just stay on the phone with me until I'm done? (laughs) Because I actually cannot focus at all so could you just like stay there and make sure that i do it yes my house is like every i'm such a i'm so weird when i'm like cleaning as someone who has like full-on add because like 80 percent of my room will be clean and then like all of a sudden i'll like figure out i'll like i'll start off by like cleaning off my desk and then all of a sudden i'll be like oh my gosh there's a shirt on my desk so therefore i need to do all of the laundry right now so then i'll start a load and then i'll go from like a load to like oh since I'm running the, the dryer, then I should call it on the dishwasher. So then I'll like start doing the dishes, but then I'll remember that, like, oh, I need to put the milk away. And then I'll put the milk away and then the fridge will look dirty. So then, like, my house is like never clean, but always clean.
1: It's so confusing. It sounds like an exhausting cycle. It's a very
0: scary place to live in my head. That's why I love Adderall. This is sponsored by Adderall.
1: Hi <laughs> Adderall. Your sponsor. Bye, Adderall. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> This is, this is just mm, top tier I love it <laughs> okay
0: exactly. so before we get this into this, our book I'm actually crying <laughs> I'm actually like really not okay
1: crying in the club <laughs> crying in the club I'm like we're gonna like trademark that
0: I want this phrase to work so well I want to like have like it crocheted on a pillow at some point in my life like crying in the club yes there's so much like alliteration but also like symbolism behind it this is so ADD okay Anna what do you want to what
1: was our cold open you talk about our life like what our you- cold open was that <laughs> let me just very naturally slide into this super naturally you know nothing. anyways but I was reading Rook last night which is a book soon talked about in a previous episode and it was like time to go to bed and my husband which I like to do sleep in like laugh We like to sleep in darkness. And so I put the book down and then I remembered that on my phone, I had downloaded the book Fable, which I talked about that I was going to read this year. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just give like, I'll just read that for a little bit, maybe like 10 minutes until I'm tired. No, what ended up happening is that I like fever write a fable until five in the morning because it's so flipping good. And I'm, like, determined now. I'm going to find the author on Instagram. I'm going to message her. I'm going to interview her. She's going to give us ARCs of the second book that's coming out in, like, May. I have – I'm putting this out into the world. It's going to happen. I'm going to manifest this. Manifest it, this. Anna. Yes. It, Anna. It's happen. So basically, oh, it's that means so I can read
0: it this week so we can talk about it in depth. Oh,
1: yeah. 100%. It's Why do you so up, good. Tell me everything. It's, like, parts of the Caribbean, but, like, YA. And I love the romance, and I'm not even like at the romance yet, but it's like such a slow burn. Like I'm they're really it? building their relationship up, and I love it. It's gonna be based yeah. off trust, and seven she's hours. so he's like a what? You've been reading it for seven hours, and there's still more book to go. Yeah, I have like hundred pages left, so that's- there's not that much stuff to go. In fact, I actually think it's less than hundred pages. Dang, because it's on my phone, and that's never like the same. Hmm. No, I feel that. Yeah. What did you
0: think, though, of the – so it's Pirates of the Irvine, but for why? I'm going to, like, totally
1: check it out right now. Do it. It's so good. The girl, her name's Fable. She – basically, her dad is this, like, sea tradesman that everyone knows, and the night – she, like, grew up on the ship, and one night, the ship sinks, and everyone – like, her mother dies, who she totally loves and teaches her everything, and her dad takes her the next day and, like, drops her on this, like – horrible island that is like so shady and he's like if you like want to make your way in this world find me and i'll give you what's yours and like cars this like thing into her arm and like what? just leaves her there and she has to pull herself up and like learn to be this tough chick but she's a free diver and so she dives for these gems and that's mm-hmm. how she makes her money and so she finally has enough money one day or like something happened and she gets passage off the island and she's like i'm coming for my father his name's stained and that's, like, that's kind of where the story starts. And it's so flipping good. Okay. I bought it. I just bought it right now.
0: It's literally. Oh,
1: I support that.
0: I just bought it immediately. Because I feel like that's a book that I'm going to, like, have to, like, let people borrow. I'm at the point where now yeah. I just books because I'm like, no, no, no. You have to read this. You yes. I love this. That. Here. I'm leaving it with you. Read it.
1: Okay. Well, and the cover is, like, beautiful. Yes. 100%.
0: Eventually, like, behind this will be. Just,
1: like, bookshelves. Just from head to toe. Also, those are our back. Same. For- Not same, because I'm in my closet. You're like hey I wish.
0: Yeah, girl, you're rocking that closet. Rocking it. Same. Okay, so that's amazing. Glad you fever read that. I cannot. Yeah. There's such a rush and that feeling when you, like, can't put a poke down in the middle of the night. And you, like, read it because you actually, like, you have to, like, adult the next day. But, like, yep. so much fun in the middle of the night to just, like
1: time in i try to put it down like multiple times and the book is kind of fast paced but it's not too fast paced and so there was never a part where i was like okay like this scene is coming to an end i like had to keep reading until yeah. the next
0: that's like totally like victoria Aveyard's books like yes. hey what she's done with her character, hey what happened with the characters but like the her pace of writing was so good gosh it's I- so good i want i want her to like prove herself to me <laughs> I'm like, I believe in you so much as a writer. Now give me like characters that are redeemable. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> ah!
1: It's not too much. Okay.
0: So let's go into what we're discussing today. So basically, yeah. I feel like every time that I have ever talked about science fiction books, I always have to like disclaimer it because science fiction is like kind of a bad rep and I don't really I know why. But if I'm ever like, yeah, so this book takes place in space, everyone's like, oh. Oh, it takes place in space. Or, oh, this and is I like- feel
1: like especially it has a bad rep, like, in the YA genre. Yes. Like, there's not too many books that are. No. Like-
0: but when we were researching for this episode, so many of my favorite books were, like, science fictional. Yeah. Like, it was cool. Like, I'll read off my list and you can read off yours really fast, but. Mm-hmm. So Ender's Game, Legend, 1984, <laughs> War of the
1: Worlds. 1984, just <laughs> throw that in there. you tell
0: them in Sure. Um, Fifth Wave, The Giver. Well, Fifth Wave is not my favorite book, but I want to talk about it. The Giver, mm-hmm. Wrinkle in Time, and The Martian. What about yours?
1: So I also want to talk about Earth, Wrinkle in Time, but I have Across the Universe. I am number four. This book called Obsidian. I don't know if we'll get to all of it, and. I want to talk about Obsidian not because I like loved it so much but because I just have deep thoughts on it
0: I think we both have books like that where I'm like I don't really want to get into why this book was great I want to talk about things that disturbed me as a person (laughs) (laughs) perfect so we're all on the same page Um, okay but anyway science fiction is cool and it's such a fun genre to like get into because not only are you like it has romance and adventure and all those things, but it's also using scientific properties. This is about to turn so nerdy, but it uses scientific properties Mm -hmm. in order to carry the plot. Like for example, in A Wrinkle in Time, like they use, um, modeling, L. Engel uses like Einstein's theory of relativity in order to Mm -hmm. prove something. And I just think it's so cool because you do have to put your thinking cap on sometimes, but like it is so good. Oh my gosh. Yes, I
1: love it. I love love
0: it. So it's like the whole building of- fantasy worlds is where you get the science and science fiction so every yeah. every genre takes a little bit of homework to like enter into a world
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have to know the dimensions with which we were built okay so what book do you want to talk to talk about first do you want to do obsidian and then because i feel like you were very passionate about it when we were planning up the episode
1: i don't want to do it first because i want to start off on like a higher note <laughs>
0: okay so should you do across the universe or i am number four? okay
1: yeah. i'll do across the universe okay go okay so What does it take to survive abroad, a spaceship fueled by lies? Amy is a cryogenically frozen passenger aboard the spaceship Godspeed. She has left her boyfriend, friends, and planet behind to join her parents as a member of Project ARC ship. Amy and her parents believe they will wake on a new planet, Centuri Earth, 300 years in the future. But 50 years before Godspeed's scheduled landing, cryo-chamber 42 is mysteriously unplugged, and Amy is violently woken up from her frozen slumber. Someone tried to murder her. Now Amy is caught inside an enclosed world where nothing makes sense. Godspeed's 2,312 passengers have fortified all control to Elvis, a tyrannical and frightened leader. An elder, Elvis' rebellious teenage heir, is both fascinated with Amy and eager to discover whether he has what it takes to lead. Amy desperately wants to trust Elder, but should she put her faith in a boy who has never seen life outside the ship's cold metal walls, all Amy knows is that she and Elder must race to unlock Godspeed's hidden secrets before whoever woke her tries to kill her again.
0: Oh my god! Oh so,
1: yeah, it, so- I like. Yeah, I remember really loving it. This is a book that I also fever read through the night. One, I like read it all through the night one time.
0: <laughs> that was me with the forgetting, so I understand.
1: Oh. I just remember really liking it, and so you like it's kind of a mystery along with a sci-fi, mm-hmm. and the like the way that the author, who is Beth Revis, describes. Like, the ship and the layout is really cool because you, like, go through the agriculture and, like, how they actually survive. And it's, like, in a way that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then just, yeah, it was really cool. And I just remember really liking the character development between both characters. And, like, like, Amy has to go through... Struggles like things happen to her and she doesn't know why, and she has to protect herself and learn how to stand up for herself. Yeah, and you end up like there's a twist in the book too that, like, I don't really want to spoil, but basically, you just end up learning that the eldest, whose elders I think father it's kind of a weird way how they describe it, yeah, um, is like hiding this huge secret and you don't know what it is, and you learn it like at the very end. Ah, is this a series or is this just one book? Yeah, it's a trilogy, and I sadly i read the book when it like very first came out fever read it in one night and then like had to wait two years for the next one to come out uh, and you know i haven't read the second one or the third one yet but i really remember liking the first one so maybe i'll pick the other ones next. you know what it happened
0: to us with black witch and now we're obsessed can i just like pause yeah. for one second we have to tell everyone that we literally got all of our mothers and all of our mother's friends and all of our like friends like sister and my aunt like everyone that has read black witch like they t- keep telling their friends like if you are like yep. not on black witch yet like you have to read this book because then you will get get 12. on it it's like an mlm like at this point it's just a pyramid scheme that <laughs> is this book <laughs>
1: i'm like hi Lori forest hire us please to readers copy
0: so that we can <laughs> then,
1: i want your next one <laughs> as we- I
0: remember screaming in my interview so therefore I'm that excited. Please let me read this again. Like please. please. We will like totally review it on like on this book. On this
1: podcast. It's a legit one. It'll be great. (sighs) Anyways. I love it. I love it. Back to sci-fi. It's hard. It's hard to get back to sci-fi from Black Witch. It's just so good.
0: It really is. It put me on a book for two, for like a month and a half. Also, I was told by my friend Jordan that um, oh gosh, Court of Thorns and Thorns and Roses—is that what it's called? By yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! Every SJR like fan just like <laughs> just like cuts. they're like, what does she not know what that's called? I need to read that series. Like, I'm committing to it because every single like it's too much of our pop culture in this like book community. Yeah. not to like have read this book.
1: I read the first one, and so if you read the first one, we'll read the other ones together. Okay, and then
0: we'll like go through them because I feel like I am just walking around. Like this little book, bookstagram, book talk world, and I'm just like, I've never read this book. And everyone's like, You have, you need
1: to. I read it and I haven't talked about it because you, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want what happened with Thorn of (laughs) Glass to happen. (laughs) (laughs)
0: happen (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, but yeah, so I want to read that book super bad. That sounds so interesting. So you feel like it's one of those, if it's a fever dream book, I'm so into it. Wow, we should make an episode. Yeah books we do we do need
1: to write an episode about that I love that okay sweet
0: so that sounds great Mm -hmm. everyone listening to this podcast is like "Yeah, Celine definitely is not on medication right now because her thoughts go from here to here okay (laughs) um I've talked about this a little bit but Lumini files are my I love this book series so much it's so visually interesting I'm gonna grab the book so that
1: way whenever we yeah
0: We've, like people can see it but have you read it yet Anna because okay. I know you checked it out but then I don't think
1: you read it I know I had to return it because the due date was up and I hadn't finished it
0: and so I had course. had it for
1: like two months I need to like check it back out
0: okay so <laughs> i talked about so this. so cool
1: before, but I love that it's so like
0: visually interesting because it's yeah it's like a visual way
1: that is just so freaking cool I love this series like look at this yeah oh my gosh like a full-on that is freaking cool yeah the way that it is is like it's all towed through pulled through documents and letters and like pages am, yeah
0: emails schematics military files iams medical reports interviews mm-hmm. so the first one i've talked about but i'm gonna give you a second Uh, the second one because it's so good so this is the second book in the series and what's cool about it is that the first book ends with like one couple story and then but the plot itself like carries through and then the second book comes through and they like it's kind of like the cinder series how like they have like Like all different characters but they're all kind of linked and then at the end they're Mm -hmm. all like together taking over the world that's cool this is the second book and it's my favorite i love it Actually, I love the third one. So I love all of them the same. Okay, so moving to a space station at the edge of the galaxy was always going to be the death of Hannah's social life. Nobody said it might actually get her killed. So she's Blair Waldorf, just like peace. Mm, the sci-fi saga that began with the breakout bestseller *Illuminae* continues on board the jump station Himdall, where two new characters will confront the next wave of the biotech assault. Hannah is the station captain's pampered daughter. Nick the reluctant member of a notorious crime family. But while the pair are struggling with the realities of life aboard the galaxy's most boring space station, little do they know that Katie Grant and the Hypatia the Hapadia? Hapadia? are Hapation? headed right towards Heimdall, carrying news. I don't know if
1: that's Heimdall. That sounds like it's Heimdall. Do you know what Heimdall is? Heimdall? No. I, I know that it's something, but I, I think what? it's a Lord of the Rings reference. I don't know. Keep going. <laughs>
0: The well, way your voice like raised up at that last movie.
1: Lord of the Rings reference, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, carrying news of the Karenzia and the invasion, and oh my gosh, that first book was a freaking rush. When an elite biotech. Um, Biotech strike team invades the station. Hannah and Nick are thrown together to defend their home. Mm -hmm. The alien predators are picking off the station residents one by one, and malfunction in the station's wormhole means that the space time continuum might be ripped in two before dinner. Soon, Hannah and Nick aren't just fighting for their own survival. The fate of everyone on the Hypatia and possibly the known universe is in their hands. But relax, they've totally got this, they hope. But once again, told through the, and it's told through emails and stuff like that. That's what's so cool is like there isn't like a, from his or her perspective, it's told as like an anthology of documents that are recorded. I'm gonna like read a read. This is from the third book because I only have the third book. I just bought the first and second like eight minutes ago. Um, but I'm just gonna like read like an idea of what it sounds like. When it's there, like when it's, when someone's reading yeah. like a, so this is a vir- video journal transcription prepared by analyst ID. And what's cool is when you look at it and like, after you've read the third book, you realize who's been annotating this and you can figure out who's like, you can tell the person's personality through it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So you can tell like, Anyways, I can't give it any way. The screen springs to life and the shot spins wildly about as Asia finds a place to prop her palm pad in the supply closet. Her hands are shaking and it takes three tries before she gets it to the balance. Then she comes to interview, hunkered down in front of it, eyes wide. Katie, what the... And then it has like an expletive beep bleep out because this is like an official document. She whispers one hand, ganking on her ponytail in agitation. What in the name of nine circles of hell made the universe think I need to get my world anymore? She cuts herself off, dragging in a shaky breath to calm herself down. So there's still like that. But what's really funny yeah. is that um, whenever the I won't even say who's doing it, but whenever someone thinks someone's super attractive, they will like describe like the person's like physique in like a really funny way. And I love that so much they're just like, and he looks really hot as he's like entering the like the yeah. like if somebody's gonna go fly an airship <laughs> or whatever, they're like, so he looks super hot here. <laughs> and it's just like super funny as they're like going through it. Um but I love it so this is like what someone wrote about it and I love this I laughed I cried I glared at the book I cursed my friend who talked me into reading this series I put it aside when I knew it was going to hurt I got so freaked out I couldn't walk about the house with the lights off seriously those alien slime worms absolutely horrified me and they made me sick to my stomach I got sucked in and I loved it I really loved the introduction to new characters and how the story spun to someone else's viewpoint then it all blended together and it was incredible and then someone else wrote, this is the best buddy read in all the history of buddy reads. That was down to the fabulousness of this book, but also down to how we attack the reading together. Slow in the week, followed by weak and gluttony. If there is a book to unleash your inner glutton on, Gemina is it. The formatting of book two was a slight cut above book one with the most fantastic illustrations by Marie Lou. Marie Lou, who wrote Legend, by the way. As with, I think so. Maybe not. I'll look. I feel as right. With, I
1: have as, a book with me.
0: Yeah, as with Illumini, the use of digital dialogue pictures unusual and creative illustrations enhance the reading experience. Of course, the words and story are itself are truly what makes the book. Gemini immediately plunges you into your previous knowledge of the Hypatia, Carenza and uses this to launch a new story focusing around Jump Station Hemdahl um then it's about senator on princess hannah this entitled prima donna is not stuck up Ooh. and events cause hannah to become a fighter outside the dojo her old school buddy nick of crime family house of knives is both her adversary and admirer but hannah already has a love and romance and jacks who's a young officer in her father's command what ensues is corruption attack and larvae yes i did say larvae and believe me a significant portion of buddy chat was used to debrief on the larvae <laughs>
1: We to debrief on the larvae. It
0: is so good. Like, I just... Really yeah, that sounds so good. It's so fun. I want... Like, that's the issue that we're struggling with, is that, like, there's so many books that we both want to read. Yes. But I'm like... And I'm like, okay, I'm about to jump into this book. I'll see you in five hours, family. Like, all I want to do is... Read. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your turn. Go.
1: Oh, that sounds so good. Okay, so I'm talking about next. It's called a book called I Am Number Four. And just before I get into this, I freaking loved this series I need still need to finish it there's like seven books in this series which I like I'm here for wow. but as I was going on Goodreads to look up like just different reviews to read off of there were weirdly not like a kind of great reviews for it and I don't know why I really remember liking it well Tom, so, I'm still gonna talk about it and I really liked it good. okay Nine of us came here. We look like you. We talk like you. We live among you, but we are not you. We can do things you dream of doing. We have powers you dream of having. We are stronger and faster than anything you have ever seen. We are the superheroes who you worship in movies and comic books, but we are real. Our plan was to grow and train and become strong and become one and fight them. But they found us and started hunting us first. Now all of us are running Spending our lives in shadows, in places where no one would look, blending in. We have lived among you without you knowing, but they know. They caught number one in Malaysia, number two in England, and number three in Kenya. They killed them all. I am number four, and I am next.
0: Dude, that sold me. That's so good. I read
1: it. It's so good. So the premises there are these... I'm going to read like, a review that someone wrote too, but the premise is that they are... They're, obviously number four is an alien and they're from this planet far away and these the species attacked their planet and started killing all of their people and they only had enough like pods to save nine and so they chose to save nine children and with the nine children they saved like a guardian to go with them and help them train and so they get to earth and they're they all just have they don't really have a name they all have a number so you know that i am number four his name is kind of john he like goes by john too but he has his guardian, has and so they all get to Earth. What?
0: I'm so sorry. Because John has four letters in the name. Sorry. I don't know why I thought of that. Keep going. <laughs>
1: no, that's exactly why. It's John, probably. Um, so they all get to Earth and like split up because they know if they're together, they're, if they are found, they can all be killed, and then there's mm-hmm. no hope for their like future race. Um, and so it's basically, it said this first book centers around John, who is like, his whole life, he's always picked up and moved to different, he doesn't ever spend more than, like, I think, two years in a place, and so wow. he doesn't really have any friends, and he just knows his guardian, and he, he gets to the school, and obviously, like, things, like, number three dies while he's at the school, and when a number, like, when a person dies, that, like, sigil gets burned into their ankle, and so it happens that when he's at a party, because he, like, snuck out, and, like, somebody records it, and then from there, just, like, things start to unravel, and, like, people start trying to find him, that's it's so good and I think number six who's a girl like comes into the story too and she's witty and so funny and basically anything that John does she's like John you're literally being an idiot can you please just listen to me and I'll like keep us alive I love that I love that do so they fall in love no weirdly not like John has a romance with a girl in his school and then he becomes best friends with this like funny kind of nerdy guy and the nerdy guy has a romance with number six it's so cute
0: okay that's i'm super into it okay sweet so now i have to go check this book out perfect
1: oh yeah anything
0: else like seriously i'm like i'm so excited about this this is so good
1: yeah so i have this review i pulled up by their name's uh, tina
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i really like the way it. so paticus lores who wrote the book writing is strong driven and completely gripping um Some chapters are fast-paced and heart-stomping, taking dramatic surroundings with vivid memories and haunting us with striking creatures and characters. Mm -hmm. Then there were the more slow-moving scenes, to either gather information for the readers to keep up or give us all a look at life around John and Henry, who Henry's his guardian. These chapters were both somewhat harder to get through only because I'm an impatient reader and I want to get to the good stuff and also easier since I was already invested in the characters' lives and wanted to see how things play out. One thing is for certain though, each page is lined with an intense urgency that made it more compelling to keep reading to the very end. And so basically like the book is so fast paced and so much crazy stuff happens, mm. but there's also like, I think like seven books. And as you can guess, like each book centers on a different viewpoint of a different like number, of a different person in the group. Yeah. And I think I've read to like book five. I need to reread them again. They're at my parents' house in Virginia because I read them when I was a teenager. Obviously, and that's where all my books are. So I'm going there on Monday. I'm probably going to reread them. Yes, I love that.
0: Okay, so I know we've talked about The Forgetting, but I wanted to bring up this book called The Knowing. So Anna and I are both fans of The Forgetting, which is this crazy book. It's got such a mind. It just blows yes. your freaking it- mind.
1: I remember reading the twist being like no what yeah this can't be oh my gosh it it's I'm not gonna say it because the the pleasure of reading it was so fun I will never take that away from anyone oh
0: it's so good it's so Mm -hmm. good oh man it's so good okay so anyway so I'm just saying the forgetting like I just want to like drop that name right there and then I also want to drop the name of the host by. Oh my gosh. By Stephanie Myers. Yes. <laughs> you just got so excited. And I up that for you.
1: <laughs> like, that's so funny. Wait, you have that on your Did you list? Like it? You haven't read it? No, I have. Did you like it? I loved
0: it. Did you love it?
1: I liked it. Okay, good. <laughs> I
0: okay.
1: like,
0: can make sure that the Sorry, other one. Sorry,
1: no, because there's like controversial topics on it. I weirdly, a video for this came up on my YouTube recommended like two okay. days ago when I watched it. And I was like, people didn't like this book
0: um yeah okay wait what were the uh, what were the perspectives of it should we read that like why they didn't like first?
1: it yeah let's read the description of it
0: okay so our girl stephanie meyer sm you know she's cool she's, she's one of us else. we I'm love her
1: stephanie meyer yes everything pockets. is to
0: be like oh yeah she's mormon by the way and everyone's like what and i was like yeah she's one of ours <laughs> Okay, so Melanie Strider refuses to fade away. The earth has been invaded by a species that takes over the minds of human hosts while leaving their bodies intact. Wanderer, the invading soul that has been given Melanie's body, didn't expect to find its former tenant refusing to relinquish possession of her mind. As Melanie fills Wanderer's thoughts with visions of Jared, a human who still lives in hiding, Wanderer begins to yearn for a man she's never met. Reluctant allies, Wanderer and Melanie ser- set off in search for the man they both love okay talk about this
1: well I mean we can both talk about it together but oh. they're just the mixed reviews is that like some people didn't like it because of the way that Stephanie Meyer did the romance was like when Melanie met Jared she was only 17 and so like they were love interests but like it was kind of a dystopian world and he was older but then I think they waited until she was 18 still no and it's definitely like a darker book. I liked it because I weirdly like the like the more mature themes of like there is violence and people are like so she gets infected with this post. Yeah. That's what they call it.
0: Also and then she
1: h- that's the deal. Yeah.
0: You just gotta hate Which, it.
1: Which by the way that's the worst thing they can say about
0: <laughs> the book series. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, it hurt me. Oh, she was a little young. She was seventeen. I mean, ladies do not date older men but I just mean like in this fictional series
1: <laughs> yeah it's a fictional series guess like, I can't girl. say anything because
0: at 17 I was in college and was dating like 24
1: 25 26 year olds like an idiot Ooh. red flag yeah an episode based on red flags that male no characters deal that we should stay away from yes
0: oh that anyway. is a great idea for an episode okay then.
1: yes um but so anyway Melanie gets caught because she's out I think one night looking for her cousins wanting to get there's like a camp that they're all the humans who haven't been infected are set up at and she gets caught and then she obviously gets implanted with this host and then she because she's so strong world like she gets the host to start caring about her life and the people she loved and so she makes her way back to make sure they're okay Mm -hmm. and so she finds the camp but they're all like we know you're infected and they all keep like trying to kill her at different times it's crazy but then was also like oh okay the one thing that I did think was weird is that who's the host who's what's the host name in Melanie w- I can't remember her name wanderer. Wanda wanderer. wanderer Wanderer okay like wand- the Wanderer like wandering through a forest yes. Wanderer okay thank you Celine thank you for that perfect description do
0: you like my stick figure
1: Can keep going Perfect. <laughs> Oh, but so Wanderer starts falling in love with like the guy who tries to kill her like off the bat after, oh, no, yes. like figuring out she gets infected. And so Melanie still loves Jared and Wanderer is loving this other, I think That's his name's like
0: That's a pattern with Stephanie's books. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She's mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to definitely me? is.
0: <laughs> How do you want to kill me? Do you be descriptive?
1: <laughs> Why do you want to kill me? Oh, you want, I'm not going to get too into <laughs> this. It's going to get creepy. like you want to like no nope, I, <laughs> I can't I
0: can't I totally just want for school a little bit it's fine you have to keep going you have to not not with the joke but you have to take it <laughs> what were you saying
1: oh okay but just so there's this weird love like where? Because
0: yes, it's a it's, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it's a weird because Melanie loves Jared, but whenever Jared is like touching her, she's not really like in the body; she's just something like conscious, and so she hates it because she doesn't want Wander to, like Jared to be touching Wander. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, I'm trying to get back to the plot. All I can think about is the romance. <laughs> yep. Basically, they find Basically, Wander like who's the, the plot? swear? Is what? He said it was a love square. Yeah, between... I think his name's Ian. So Jared and Melanie and Wanderer and Ian. Yeah, he wasn't...
0: Doesn't he... Didn't he already claim someone else? Because he's an alien person, right? That, like... Yes. No,
1: he's also a human who's falling in love with Wanderer, right?
0: Gosh, it's been, like, eight years since I Yeah. It. So... I'm pretty
1: sure. I going. just watched a YouTube video about it, so you'd think I'd know. <laughs> I feel
0: like lost my hair oh okay we we are like digging a hole for ourselves I love this yeah we are okay but what yeah, I love about are. this book is I feel like Stephanie Myers got she wrote Twilight and like boomed and then she had to write these four books and she had so much fun but also she got a lot of hate and I just felt like the host mm-hmm. was like this safe little world that she created with her yeah. and she like blocked like she at that point had written multiple books and like you know what I mean like I loved the yeah. writing of the host and I got to see like Stephanie as an advanced writer writing yeah. that and I love that you can only wish More mature
1: world yeah. yeah
0: and I just thought that was super good
1: um you this was made into a movie
0: I did and I loved the and movie.
1: that Sierra Ronan played Melanie
0: wait
1: who Sierra Ronan she I don't even know she's in so many things what is like the most thing you'd know if, if you look her up you'll know her face oh what what yeah, I love her. Isn't she Scottish? Yes, yeah, she's Irish,
0: and I'm she Scottish. does, um, she does like all of these other movies. I love her. Okay, she did,
1: she's, she's, Joe, in Little Woman. Yeah, she's like Joe and Little she Woman. She was in Ladybird, she was in Love the Lovely Bones. Also, the guys in her movies just not
0: cute, not as cute. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. To... Mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's okay. I love her. But in fact, okay.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. I love her. How do you, sorry say, is that how you pronounce her name?
1: I her think song? it's Saoirse.
0: Saoirse. You are right. Cause I watched a whole video yeah. on her. No, she is like the most talented freaking actress in the world. I love her. The next book that I am wanting to talk about is The Giver by Lewis Lowry. And if you have not been forced to like read this in high school or in middle school or whatever, you should just give it a chance right now, because mm-hmm. it's honestly one of the best books I have ever read. And it's so eye opening. <laughs> An amazing. It's kind of dystopian. I think like this could bridge. And I think that that's a problem with dystopian and science fiction is we both were like struggling. We're like, is this dystopian or is this yeah. science fiction? And so we're going to do another episode at some point about dystopian novels, but I'm counting this as science fiction just because I just want to talk about it but it. this is the summary so the giver the 1994 newbery medal winner has become one of the most influential novels of our time the haunting story centers on 12 year old jonas who lives in a seemingly ideal if colorless world of conformity and contentment not until he is given his life assignment as the receiver of memory does he begin to understand the dark complex complex secrets behind his fragile community lois lowry has written three companion novels to the giver including gathering blue messenger and son i haven't read Sun
1: gathering blue was probably one of my like favorite books to read when i was in middle school i don't know why i'm like thinking back but i remember the end of gathering blue when you meet jonah and you're like it's jonah we like make the connection that was so fun
0: messenger was really deep for me too but i loved like the discussion on like obviously like in biblical time like when we like if we were to go back into the bible which i think that the Mm -hmm. author like bases a lot of this off of is that when adam and eve are there like you know um and eve decides to like partake of the fruit or whatever they're um they have that decision of like you won't they didn't know joy or pain or any of those things but in Mm -hmm. order to take the fruit um then they would know everything and what's interesting is that when he sees color for the first time it's an apple and I just love the, yeah. like, of the allusion to the biblical. Ooh,
1: I've never made that connection before. That's really interesting, though.
0: Yeah. And so I just love the fact that, like, there is no, like, while you don't have pain, you know, and in, and one of the bri- the nice things about the world is that there is no, like, you you end you don't life at a very specific age. You have your medication. Yeah. You don't. I mean, you and I can talk about it, too go ahead.
1: <laughs> Talk oh about no, it. I'm just like, that's fascinating. Cause it's true. Cause even his parents relationship is like, not, not that it's not real, but technically it's not real. Like the kids they have, which this is sketchy, but the kids they have come from like the, I don't know what it's called. The place where babies, like they just have no, these women like, who are just giving birth to babies.
0: Tar- yeah. There's literally women that are in charge of just being mm-hmm. pregnant. Like
1: at, All so the time.
0: At, at 12, when they are given their role, they literally become bearers of children
1: yeah isn't that crazy well and the parents have like no real love but like I remember when Jonas who's the redhead girl I can't remember her name but he sees red for the first time and he sees the apple and he sees her hair and he starts like really noticing her and he's like "Mm, I'm having that he has like this this scene in the bathroom where he's like I'm feeling feelings for her and then he takes a pill and then the next day he's like I feel nothing very suppressant
0: okay first off Lois Lowry is a woman don't judge me, but I didn't know that. And I just read her You already know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, but I I just found her biography and she's amazing. She's a grandmother. I'm going to write this woman and, and see. Can you imagine if we had her on our podcast? Oh my gosh. That would be wild. I'm gonna send her an email. Okay. Do so <laughs> manifesting. Okay. But I love the fact
1: that like you can talk about.
0: I don't know it's the best dystopian if we're gonna call it dystopian it's the best dystopian novel I've ever read like ever yeah
1: very interesting and I think probably we think that because we read it at such a young age Mm -hmm. like in a a lot of dystopian novels the theme is like um coming to terms with the things that have happened and like the world isn't as black and white as this new dystopian world makes it seem and there's gray areas and
0: and And everyone has a job to fill in order to make this perfect society
1: work yeah yep
0: and you're divided into case, basically. No, but I just think it's so interesting um, to read about it. You know what book this reminds me of? Because I just think it doesn't even remind me of. I think we need to do another episode about like books that like influence us. Because there's this book called Tuesdays with Marie, with Maury
1: I love. I'm literally looking at it on my shelf right now. I love that book.
0: Okay, because like you know how he has those discussions with like the giver. Yeah. And, like, how it, like, changes him and his life. Well, they, that reminds me so much of Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Like, who that book? Tell me about it. I've
1: love- got to bring a parallel. I don't know. I just, my dad had me read it, I guess, at a time in my life when I was just, like, didn't understand kind of things like that. And so as he was talking with Maury and, like, all these deep life things and what he wanted and yeah. the things he thought he was getting out of life, like, it was just a really deep book for me to read at the age that I was, which was, like, 16 or 17. Dang and I guess it just resonated.
0: I read that at like 19 and I was like this this is deep this
1: is some deep stuff. It was a deep book. <laughs>
0: but I love that. I also think that there were things when we were reading it as we were younger that we did not understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I mean we kind of understood that when and I think it was crazy when Jonah realized that when someone is um what is it they have like a releasing ceremony or something and they like oh yeah go into a room and then but like you realize that they gave him a lethal injection and that they're like basically being thrown out like garbage. And they do that with babies too. And that his Mm -hmm. dad, like, what is it? Doesn't his dad, um, chew, like, doesn't his dad like kill, had to kill a baby and he doesn't realize like what, that he's killed a baby.
1: I don't remember that. Yeah. And he's going to kill
0: a baby, but then uh, Jonah rescues it and then takes it on the slide thing.
1: No. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, 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 that's totally true because Jonah does take a baby on the slide with him because the baby oh, has sled. Sorry,
0: sled. I just, my bad, that was my slide. Was my slide. Yeah,
1: slide. it's okay, but
0: I just remember, gosh, this book is so deep. I'm sorry for anyone that has not read The Giver, but at this point, it's older than me, so it's
1: super old. Yeah, I think at good. this point, most people have the general, general they have a movie about
0: it that Taylor Swift is in, so at this point, like
1: have you not watched? Oh my gosh, I forgot that The Giver was a movie and I think I've even seen it. <laughs> it's
0: really good.
1: I need to like pull it up right now,
0: but it's beautiful. And the, the deep underlying message is that like you, basically we all live in a, like, this is my thing is The Giver takes place in a world where you ideologically want to live in where Mm -hmm. there's no fighting there's no problems everyone has all of their needs taken care of it's almost like a perfect society like everyone has every need met everyone is happy everyone is good and no one feels pain no one's sick no one's nothing and Mm -hmm. in theory that's a great thing and honestly jonah was very content with it until he received the people's memories and, um, while it was both painful and also it was painful to receive these memories and to know pain, it was also beautiful and incredible. I mean, there was sunny sunshine weather every single day, you know what I mean? Like they climbed yeah. the whole So did air. we,
1: did we describe what Jonas ends up doing for, just in case people don't know much yeah, about the so giver? Once,
0: so in that world, um, everyone is given a role or a job. So like some people are like, like we'd said, like the person that does, I don't know. They're teachers. They're obviously teachers and guardsmen and all these things. And they're assigned that role at 12 as like an apprenticeship. And, um, they also have like women who are like girls who will grow up to bear all the children and things like that. And the family unit, like we had said before, no one has any, they have like suppressors on their emotions on their Mm -hmm. physical. So like, there is no, like if you're married to someone, it's because you've been chosen. Everything
1: is literally surface level,
0: very surface level. And so you that you aren't even allowed to know. I remember everyone gets a comfort, like all the kids get a comfort object animal, and yeah. what? How do they describe them? It was like, did I they, remember
1: Jonas's little brother had an elephant? I think.
0: Yeah, and then he was like trying to say, "Oh no, it's the like, it's actually this," and the parents were like, "How do you what?" Because like he has to. Anyway, so yeah, he lay all like as they grow up, they get specific privileges, and then when they turn twelve, they are called for a. Uh, basically a choosing ceremony Mm -hmm. like they do in dystopian novels where they're given a role and in this specific role he's given one that has not been chosen in in a very long time and they're all chosen based off of their personalities and he's supposed to in order for the society to work there is someone that must take on all of the memories good and bad um that must it's like he's this is from the review so that way i can make it easier Jonas is ultimately assigned a very prestigious role within the community. It is perhaps the most important role in the community, but comes with a tremendous burden. He cannot share his experience with anyone other than the man that he will be replacing the current receiver. As this training progresses, Jonas comes to question everything that he has ever been taught. And then they wrote, from the beginning to end, this book held my rapt attention. It was beautifully written and thought-provoking. It serves as a cautionary tale to the human race, warning of what can become when we censor our very emotions and blot out all the differences that make us unique individuals. There was plenty of action and suspense along the way, and it was a much more emotional read than I had anticipated. Um, I'll never forget the look on my nine-year-old's face when some of the true meanings of different fra- phrases like released is truly sunk in. Don't even get me going on baby Gabe. Luckily, I think most of that went over the head of my five-year-old. Overall, I thought it was a spectacular book. Um, and that was written by Candace, who is just a wonderful 60, no, 40-year-old woman. I don't know. She's lovely. Thank you, Candace. <laughs> From book addict heaven haven um noise, but noise. i just think it's like super powerful and i like i said it's a huge commentary and i'd love to like dive into it about like our day and age and like i'm not going to like dive into anything political so you can breathe but um mm-hmm. how it's good to celebrate differences in opinion differences mm-hmm. in culture differences and things because it makes us all learn from each other and that to have a society where everything is decided for you and that like taking of agency, that taking of basically, I think it's so symbolic for the color. And the, wow, I really am nerdy about this book, but like the color. deep the into world. it.
1: We'll have to talk a ton more about it. Like again, when we do our dystopian. Yeah. That's like the premise of all the dystopian societies is the main characters and the cast of whatever dystopian book it is realizing that about the world. Mm-hmm. So
0: what, like, struck you about this book that you, like, loved?
1: The Giver? hmm I just read, like, at first I really liked um, Jonas's, like, innocence at first, and then as he learned, like, each new word with The Giver. Yeah. Just, like, the fun meaning, like, that Lois Lowry gave it that you had never maybe put with, like, that. Like, Snow. Review said. Yeah. Like, when I talk about Snow, it's not just, like, We white flake it's like the coldness it's the feeling of it's the snow on the mountains it's snow on a flower it's snow like it's just everything that has to do with the word snow and that was like really fun to read
0: I feel like that this would be such a good conversation to have with like my English teacher who remember when she was like Mm -hmm. in depth she was like well this book can also teach this and this and this and I just think it's so important to like understand the you know we can't just send you can't censor your emotions or feelings you can't you know because it's, it's important that we have those differences. It's important that we discuss things. It's important that we feel things, you know, but I love that. And I think it's such a beautiful story. Oh, I love this book. I just bought it. (laughs) During the recording of this podcast, I've bought four
1: books. (laughs) I very highly support that, though.
0: That's not normal. Right. Just so that, Mom, I don't usually do this. I just, while I've been on Amazon reading the reviews, the books are like 4 or $5. And I'm like, I can afford that. So just keep buying them.
1: You so. got a point there. You got me there. What's the meme of the guy who's like, you got me there? <laughs> you got me
0: there. OK, next. Go.
1: Uh, do you want to talk about A Wrinkle in Time? What are the other books we have on our yes, list? I
0: have such a crazy story about this. <laughs>
1: Should we do a wrinkle in time or should I talk for a second about, I'm not going to, I was going to talk about this book called Obsidian and how weird the romance in it was. Really we're you. just going to, I really want you to, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's been so long since I read it and you know, sometimes you read a book and it's just so weird that all you can remember are there's like three scenes in your head and you're like, this was a weird book. This is that book for me. So it's called Obsidian. Let me just read you the little back page. So starting over sex, when we moved to West Virginia right before my senior year, I'd pretty much resigned myself to thick accents, dodgy internet access, and a whole lot of boring, until I spotted my hot neighbor with his looming and eerie green eyes. Things were looking up. He <laughs> opened his mouth. Damon is infuriating, arrogant, stab worthy. We do not get along at all. But when a stranger attacks me and Damon literally freezes time with a wave of his hand, well, something unexpected happens. The hot alien living next door marks me. You heard me, alien. Turns out Damon and his sister have a galaxy of enemies waiting to steal their abilities. And Damon's touch has me lit up like the Vegas Strip. The only way I'm getting out of this alive is by sticking close to Damon until my alien mojo face. Mojo face. Mojo. Mojo face. If I don't kill him first, that is. So basically this book is exactly what it sounds like in the sense that Like you obviously can tell the main kid, like the main love interest, is super arrogant, and she knows that he's a jerk and kind of like a d bag, but she's still like, "Mm, but he's so hot and like. That's you know what? Concern. I can't
0: blame her. I too did that yeah. when I was that young, and I think that's really? the only negative thing about reading a YA trope.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've I've actually been really having a hard time with this lately. Is that we are we are reading the, the thoughts of a 16 to 17 year old girl. Yeah, I do
1: have resigned myself that I can't read books from the perspective of a 16 year old anymore. And it has to be like a year older. Why
0: have we not talked about this before? I literally was like reading. Um, so all these books I like read in high school and stuff that I loved, I like have been buying mm-hmm. them because they're on sale for like four or $5 right now. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to reread this book. And then I'm like reading it like Anna and the French kiss or, um, all American. Mm-hmm. Girl. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I, these, these girls are 10 to 11 years younger than me. And like, yep. haven't. I- like I've given birth. (laughs) Like I have, I have like experienced a lot of things in my life and like I've had my heart broken. So whenever they're like going after this guy, I'm like, dude, he
1: doesn't love you. He's literally such an idiot. Girl, red flags. Don't you know, don't you have more respect for yourself? Yeah, it's the fact that we've experienced first love and most of these main characters have not. Yes. It's crazy. And I'm also like, why are you losing your virginity to him? He's an idiot. Like, stop it. Or I'm also like, they're like, I don't have deep thoughts because I remember reading a book one time about this girl who was secretly a mermaid and we're not I'm not even gonna tell you the title but there's one scene where she's known the guy for like a month maybe which is kind of a long time in the book I'll give you that but she like is determined to no no, no he's a secret mermaid and so she's determined to find out that he's a mermaid and so they like have this cute date on the beach with this cute little tent and they like go into the tent and she's like I've only had two dates with you, but I'm ready to go all the way. And he's like, me too. And I just taking her clothes off. He's like, why do you have a bathing suit on? Because he has a full on like one piece on determined to like throw him into the water. And I just remember that whole scene. This is so random, but I just remember that whole scene being like, what? Wait, you're not about to, are you going to take this? No. What? (laughs) That's the part where I'm in my life. I'm like, I'm boring now. But it's
0: okay. It's fine. No, and I think that's the thing is like, now that I've seen and experienced life, oh my gosh, we're officially moms.
1: <laughs> we are.
0: Crap. Crap. This is who we are, Anna. Mm. No, I don't want to age out of YA. It's so fun.
1: Um, either. It's, no, either. I'm not ready to read like full-on adult-themed novels, they, too. Because those
0: people don't wait a month before they before no. they have sex. They do it that night. And even
1: the author is like, a little too descriptive for my life,
0: so I need the maturity of an adult novel and I want them to be my age but I also don't want the sex so
1: yep help if we could just have everything we want in life thanks
0: you know what I'm gonna write it it's fine okay but back to what we were saying is that literally I like laugh because I'm just like okay girl you're in high school you realize that like you're gonna have like seven more boyfriends before you figure out what you want yep Not that, you know, obviously like I was Tanner's first relationships, but that's so rare. Like you have to like figure out what idiots certain people are. Mm -hmm. Because like, honestly, like I dated so many dumb Mm -hmm. boys that by the time I met Tanner, I was like, oh, you're, I know exactly how good of a person you are. I didn't even date him that long before. Because I knew that like the core of him was so good because I dated such D-bags, like such.
1: Sure. Same. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Same. I was Jalen's like first serious relationship. <laughs> and I had dated so many other guys. It's like, and I had like gone through the dating experience have been like red flag, red flag. No, after one date, I don't think I need to go on another with you. Like I had I knew what I wanted and I met him and I was like, this is what I want. Yeah. I was well, like-, like, it's weird that he didn't have the experience that I did, but I'm like, at least I have You're, like trust me? trust me, both of us. Trust me on this.
0: You, like stay with me forever and I will literally treat you like so well no Tanner has no idea that he's like a great person at all he like I mean he does no he doesn't no he doesn't like he he's like oh I wish I was and I was like no like literally you're such a good person stop like whenever I read like book characters I'm like I just imagine my husband as that person that's
1: sweet that is he so fills in
0: the, he fills in the the blanks that like my books did not. Mm-hmm. The- for a long time I like, high school. I didn't date anyone in high school so I was just like I would just <laughs> I would imagine like I there was this boy I had this huge 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 crush on and like literally at night to fall asleep at night I would pretend that we were at the park and that he was trying to hold my hand
1: <laughs> literally every girl has done this Helene every girl has done it I have that guy too I have a guy, and he's, like, married now. I will never say his name. He's, like, married now, and I w- I'm, i like, I was good friends with his wife in high school. And sometimes I'm, like, I was upset. Like, why was I so obsessed with you? What? Why? I know. And what's worse is I think the ones
0: that were never claimed, I hate it. You, like, because you didn't realize that it was not meant to be. So you never got to, like, mm-hmm. test it out and make it messy and, like, realize, like. Yep. But because you built it up so much in your head and, like, I wrote songs. I wrote like, I like Daydream so much. And it's so stupid because like that person like is not, it's just whoever I imagine them to be. It's not actually them, you Mm know?
1: Oh, I like, hard. sorry, this is a super far away tangent from like sci-fi, but I have to to finish this thought. I have that, like I have the one guy who, this sounds so cocky, not cocky, but it just doesn't sound great for me to say but I have not really ever been, like, um, dumped, I guess is the right
0: word. We've had this discussion before.
1: Yeah, I've mostly been pursued, and so the one guy that I, like, tried to pursue in my early 20s, no, when I was, like, yeah, when I was 20, like, I don't know, it never lined up because his cousin, like, refused to, like, make it, like, happen between us, and so, like, (laughs) I know it's I know it was never supposed to happen and I'm like so happy in my life I would never do anything yes, but I'm like yes. I never had the chance to turn him down
0: <laughs> I think about that all the time I'm always like I have and the petty person in me has stayed friends with all of my ex-boyfriends so that they can see how hot I am
1: yeah <laughs> like yeah mm-hmm. I'm still
0: skinny yep yep y'all you have lost partial of your hair but I you I still look- can't relate. <laughs> mm, yep. Can't relate. I just keep getting better. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you dumped me? Look at me now. Look at me." <laughs> like, I have a uh, balloon. And I'm pretty sure that one day I'm going to make more money than you just to spite you.
1: <laughs> I'm here for
0: this. I also do the same thing with all the girls in high school that were mean to me. I'm like, "Yeah, I need I stayed friends with them so they could see me shine I'm like I will purposely be successful just to spite you keep working up mm-hmm. keep working at Walgreens
1: <laughs> Oh yeah there is a there were a couple of girls in my high school who, who like straight up bullied me yeah. And I look at them now and I'm like I'm in such a better place in my life than you right now yeah and I feel good about it
0: you have a walk-in closet that you can actually sit in like way to go you've made it
1: Thank you I'm like gesturing but no one can see that. <laughs> It's fine. And that's us on pettiness. <laughs> and that's, <laughs>
0: and that's coming us. to our TED talk. <laughs> this is our deeply deepest insecurity. See, this is when you know that like our podcast has turned into therapy <laughs> when we talk about this stuff and not about the books at all. We're like, here's something that I've literally never but done, now. One, but no I
1: literally I literally have to get back to this book.
0: It's buried, <laughs> but the thing is, is like this is buried in the podcast. So anybody that's like listening yeah. to this right now, like there are actually our friends. Like, there
1: are, they are our friends. Like they listen like to 40, us math. Yeah, there's. Okay, this there. is the first episode you've ever listened to. This is just a taste of us. You should yeah. listen to our other episodes. We're hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really, we
1: act so cocky,
0: but like really, we're just like we're deep.
1: really not. We like get <laughs> off of this, and we're like, oh,
0: oh, someone messages. <laughs> Anytime someone messages us on Instagram, I send a screenshot to Anne, and I'm like, "Look, a person <laughs> messaged us." Okay. Also, I emailed Louis Lowry, and I was like, "Hi, I love you." <laughs>
1: I just you think- did that while-, while we were talking. Wow. Multitasking.
0: I, I was an ADD. This is a pa- this is a strict. Okay, back to a Wrinkle in Time. No. Yes. No.
1: So- back to Obsidian. Okay. Go. <laughs> i'll be really quick because we basically touched everything i really wanted to talk about um there are just these weird moments where like she thinks that he's so hot and he's like i hate you but i think you're hot too and they have these weird moments where they like start kissing each other and i guess because he's an alien he makes her like literal skin start to like light like a light bulb so she starts, like, getting this bright light within her whenever they kiss. And I just remember it being the wildest thing ever. <laughs> I can't explain it. That's what I thats what I wanted to talk about. The fact that when he kissed her, she turned into a light bulb. <laughs> I'm
0: going to, like, let it end. Yep. There. I'm not even going to say anything. We're just going to move on and just let we that one
1: move on. If you awesome. read Obsidian, send me your thoughts, please. I need to know what you thought about it. <laughs>
0: oh shoot our like facebook group is hopping i love our facebook group with a fiery passion because they will like actually be like okay anna so you talked about this and this is how i feel about it and i'm like yes you came to play thank you so much this girl i went to college with i love you (laughs) Mm -hmm. thank you so many people love you okay so this is where this is this is a wrinkle in time um it was a dark and stormy night meg murray her small brother charles wallace and her mother had come down to the kitchen for a midnight snack when they were upset by the arrival of a most disturbing stranger wild nights are my glory the unearthly unearthly stranger told them i just got caught in a downdraft and blown off course let me sit down for a moment and then i'll be on my way speaking of ways by the way there is such a thing as a tesseract a tesseract what
1: i'm you to slow down you're like speaking of this is this is what i did so and i'm sorry. like one thing We're about Adderall is, is that it slows you.
0: me down and my brain is like Boo! okay a tesseract in case the reader doesn't know is a wrinkle in time to tell more would rob the reader of the enjoyment of Miss Ellingle's unusual book I mean can you be, imagine being the author and having them say like describe your book as unusual you know what though she has had like freaking Reese Witherspoon and yeah and oprah? oprah was it and mandy, mandy kaling i'm pretty sure she's not but oprah's been in her book her movie so she's like call it what you want um mm-hmm. but yeah it's the story of adventures in space in time of meg charles wallace and calvin o'cafe athlete student and one of the most popular boys in high school they took the t- this is the back of the book that they described they are in search oh, of it. his father a scientist who disappeared while engaged in secret work for the government on the tesseract problem um, so yeah, it took place in nineteen six. It was right in nineteen sixty three. So, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I
1: well, give me your thoughts first. This is simply your book.
0: Um, so I'm not gonna lie. I was forced to read this in third
1: grade for several A reasons. Hilarious
0: story. I so. <laughs> Ella Enchanted had just come out. Like the movie with Anne Hathaway, God bless her. I love her with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. And I just remember this like super cool girl in school got to do this like amazing, (laughs) amazing like book project where she dressed up like in like a princess dress and was like talking about Ella Enchanted and the movie had just come out and everyone was in like sharing time was like, oh my gosh, that book is so cool. And they all wanted to borrow it from her. And I we like drew names. So like the teacher like wrote out like a list of books that she had in her library and then we all drew. And she got El Enchanted and I got A Wrinkle in Time. And I remember reading it and it was like so intensely cerebral that like to explain it to like a bunch of 9-year-olds, 8-year-olds, like can you imagine? There's deep thoughts in this book. Explaining like as an 8-year-old the theory of relativity I, I brought in like a shoelace and I was like, okay, so this is how like time works. And then when you when you fold the shoelace in half and I'm just like, and then there's a cute boy in it. Like, how do you explain, it? Mrs. Who's it and what's it? And like, like how do you explain? It? And then there's like multiple oh, yeah. dimensions and worlds. And like, it was a lot, it was a lot. And what I just mm-hmm. remember is that for one of the products you had to do like this, for like this project, you had to take pictures of like reenacting a scene And at the time I had decided that I wanted like a pixie cut. My mom still has these pictures. Oh crap. That's going to end up on our Facebook group. Oh, I hope so. And I just remember that my, I had short hair at the time and my sister had long hair. And so my mom made me like reenact the scenes with (laughs) my sister.
1: He made me Calvin. (laughs) He made me the boy.
0: And so I have this like beautiful (laughs) princess, like just... And I was just like super chubby at the time and I was so insecure and I lived in Washington and it was raining and I had this stupid book that was like so not cool. <laughs> and I was like, so guys, um, this is the book. Here's a picture of me and my sister in a weird scene. Thank you. And, and just... I
1: played the boy. And I played the boy, which
0: I also played the boy in the only musical or the only drama I ever did in high school. They made me play which the was soul. what? emperor's new clothes and I was I kind of pissed off the drama teacher this was like my freshman year mm-hmm. she could not stand me because I was trying so hard to flirt with every boy that walked because I was like hey oh, I have boobs now hi not really I didn't do that but like I was just like very excited about attention <laughs> well, You and- get,
1: to that age and get to high school and you're like well, I'm like the new one here and like all the guys here are so cute to me because no one looks like a baby and so you're like everyone come talk to me Yes. And so
0: we did auditions and she just thought I was just like, I couldn't be taken seriously. And so she cast me as this giant fat man. I had to wear like the baggiest (laughs) clothes and have like a goatee and like a whole, like a Sultan hat. It was so embarrassing. Doesn't
1: sound like a good time.
0: It was not. It was not. I had to tape my boobs, like to like look like a man, but I also dated the most popular boy in that class, like in school at that time. That was my first boyfriend. He's now... I think he's in like a metal rock band like, whoa yeah but he had the Justin Bieber hair that was
1: popular at the time but like mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I vividly remember being when I was in eighth grade this episode is just full of tangents sorry yes when I was in eighth grade I'm, I'm,
0: when i have not taken Adderall Anna this is who I am
1: <laughs> can I just feed off of it I like do not help you stay on track at all <laughs> This when I was- we warned
0: everyone before they came True. on. I was like, hey, True. I'm going to take my Adderall. I'm going to read really quickly sure. and also just go off tangents. Hi. Okay.
1: <laughs> you should see my house. When I was in eighth grade, you had at the end of the year this thing called your like, eighth grade formal. Mm-hmm. And I remember this guy that I, I've talked about him before in previous episodes. Bonus <laughs> points if you remember who it is. But I like remember being at my house getting ready with my then best friend. Her name was Erin. And we were listening to Justin Bieber's. um...
0: Such a middle school sentence, my then best friend.
1: (laughs) It isn't middle school. What's up, Erin? If you're listening to this, how are you? Except for, I don't think she is.
0: (laughs) She would never. I'm just kidding.
1: She would never. No, she was cool. She was chill. Anyways, (laughs) is it the Justin Bieber song, Last First Kiss or like First Dance or like there's ushers in the song too who is it when i
0: was 13 i had my first love I knew oh, I baby ever...
1: celine <laughs> what I it's a Justin bieber song right no and that was like baby
0: baby baby
1: oh that one yeah that's baby i have to look it up
0: okay anyways so that song was on
1: yeah yeah it's literally first dance by justin bieber and usher is in it What's the, like, chorus part? I have to pull it up and just read it to you guys. It's
0: very specific. This memory, like, needs to have the specificity. Yeah,
1: it's literally, like, when I close my eyes, I see me and you at the prom. We've both been waiting so long for this day to come. Now that it's here, let's make it special. There's so many thoughts in my mind. The DJ's playing my favorite song. Ain't no chaperones. This could be the night of your dreams. Only if you give the first dance to me. Can
0: you imagine?
1: I was listening to that on repeat with my friend Erin getting ready, like, (laughs) There is
0: no, those are the happiest moments of my life before dances mm-hmm. when you would like get, getting so, ready. yes. And you would have like music on and everyone, like that was more fun than the actual dance. Yep. Let's be real. All of the boys that I ever went danced with, they were weird. And also let's be real. I scared mm-hmm. the dance out of them. So no one really asked. Oh, I believe that. Me. But I looked so hot. So like the getting hot part and like the music, like, oh, sometimes I put on like that 2010 playlist just so I can feel
1: Feel- I was listening to my 2010 playlist that I used to listen to when I was in high school, and I realized that I had a lot of like ghetto friends.
0: I Why had, uh, did I,
1: I had so much T Pain? Someone yes. much Usher. Like, yeah, what this what beat- was I doing being 13 years old listening to that? <laughs> Dude,
0: I could soldier boy up in that. Oh, watch me. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes, this is so not a science fiction discussion. No, ever.
1: we need to get back onto it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Wrinkle in Time. It was great
1: it was good and you you said you never saw the movie and I did and it just did not ooh, it did not land why nice. because they first of all they changed, which this doesn't bother me that they changed Meg kind of like who she is as the main character and not this isn't me talking about like they changed her race because I don't care about stuff like that but like in the book she's but just the- power to
0: him we love that
1: yeah but in the book, she's just this like strong, independent, like she knows who she is and she's going to kick butt type of girl. Yeah. And in the movie, she's like just this quiet girl who doesn't have a lot of friends, who's just kind of like an outcast. And I love- and like. Still- yeah, wait, go ahead. I know. keep going.
0: Oh, I just would say like, I love the fact that like a Meg in the books is celebrated because of her intelligence. And I love the fact that like yeah. she and Calvin end up together and Meg is like, they have kids together. And like, I love that kind of- it's just
1: mm-hmm. And it's cool. the movie does not shine in the spotlight like the book did on um Calvin.
0: Really? Like they
1: you got none of his backstory really about like the troubles he's been through. And so like you didn't form an attachment really to him. And they left out the twins Not just a pretty face. Okay <laughs> He's not just a pretty face. I remember watching the movie and he was like soaking wet, like after having rescued her, and I was like, ew, are you trying to sexualize this 12-year-old boy? Yeah. He's like walking towards her and it's like slow mo and like water's glistening off his hair. And I was Can like, you imagine What is happening? Director, like, doing that. And we're like, Okay, everybody, this is Calvin's moment. Okay, turn off Calvin, the fog. Calvin, get the folder
0: into the camera, please.
1: please. Slowly flex. Flex for me. Flex.
0: Can you do some push ups oh, beforehand? Okay, okay. Move Should
1: your you lips. Get the sweat going a little bit? <laughs> I don't know what happened to us
0: they've been friends with me and I'm so
1: sorry why are you I will take Adderall for the rest of my life I know I'm I'm here I support it yeah
0: I'm just like if you're just done to entertain this episode this is what this is this is the episode for we have you to end this episode <laughs> we have to end this is it yeah
1: we love you guys Oh gosh this episode's gonna be so long <laughs>
0: This is going to be our best episode yet. This is where we just like spill.
1: that, Man, this is like the
0: equivalent to me being high. I'm just high naturally. Okay. Wow. I just, it's fine. Grandma, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. Let's move on. I, we just love you guys. And we'll see you next week.
1: We'll see you next time. This is literally what.
0: Yes, every week. And this is what our phone calls sound like me and Anna all the time. We did this. (laughs)
1: Literally verbatim, basically. We have no filter this episode, no.
0: so there you go. All of our stuff. Let series. us know if
1: you liked it. Maybe we'll be more crazy and unstructured in our other episodes. Bye. You're the best. Yeah.